Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? So it's not only a shenanigans episode, it's a it's a Feeny episode. It is a Feeny episode. It's, it's a real quick um, payoff and and cutting ties with the Jackson Hole shit. I know. I'm a little confused as to why they even had that in the first... I guess it's just maybe they planned it to be a segue into college. Mm-hmm. We can't just have him make the jump naturally he has he has to retire from teaching high school yes in order and then to accidentally become college. a college professor yep yeah in the next episode yep i was gonna Which, say we're not there yet so you know what in my mind i had thought it took a little longer and i guess i don't know why but i thought there were a few episodes more yeah before this happened before well i guess i knew this this episode that we're talking about now mm-hmm. i knew this happened mm-hmm. As, like, the third episode with, like, college registration and being yeah. uh, But then, like, when Disney Plus was, like, going to autoplay the next one and it was, like, the description was about, like, Feeney getting a professor in episode four yep. there, I was like, oh. That's right now? I thought that happened a little bit later. Well. What's new? <laughs> Anything happen in the ten minutes before? The ten minutes in between Not even the five minutes between recording the last one and this one? Well, you know, so big life on, changes are happening on a banter. for Megan. You're moving. I'm moving. Yes, you're moved. Well, we're currently, I was going to say, I'm like 70% right now. Because mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know me in my personal life, which is probably most of you, um, I uh, am moving in with my best friend. She's been in this place for three years, and so I've been able to progressively move my stuff over. So Skylar and I are actually in like a kind of official recording studio. It's not official official because we... It's official if you say it's official. It's official. <laughs> I mean, it's a horrible recording studio if I say it's official. It'll but get we've there. got our equipment in here and it'll get there. We're going to soundproof it just a little bit more and we're going to add a little bit of furniture and put some stuff on the walls. You know, it'd be great, right? If we, got, if there's, if we get a couch mm-hmm. and then instead of us recording into one mic, we... Put two mics, two mics on and then we can sit and, chat and we can like yeah. lounge on a couch yeah. while we do it. Yeah, sounds instead of us both like sitting here on either sides of a single mic. <laughs> yes. Um, well, because I also thought I was like we could get a couch and then we can get one of those C-shaped side tables and put the mic on there, and so mm-hmm. then we can both sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. But then the because I don't know how to hook up two mics, I'm not that tech savvy. <laughs> but Jamie could do it for us. I say you live with an audio engineer. <laughs> I do. <that's> true. <laughs> I could definitely do that. Okay, so anyway. this is the Phoenical. <laughs> so this is a, not a moving podcast. This is not... Would you, you listen know. to that if it were? I. What would you listen to a podcast about moving? Why, yeah. I feel like one episode, if you wanted like tips and tricks on it's moving. It's like a life kit. Yeah. From, it's like a life kit episode. It is. It definitely is. Best, best tips and tricks on moving. Or you could just Google it instead. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a fun podcast though, you know, like moving with John and <laughs> <laughs> hanging a shelf with Tina, like all these different things. I mean, those are just YouTube videos, really. <laughs> yes, exactly. Feel like more helpful, definitely. With a YouTube some visual, video. yep. With some, yep, that would. Yep. Here's how you pack a box, and then it's just the sound of yep. packing. A box. <laughs> I have to describe everything that I'm doing. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna put the heavy stuff at the bottom. For me, this is my toaster. I'm putting it at the bottom. Of the box. No. I think it's way better if you don't even do don't <laughs> you don't like do auditory description you just, just like it. i'm gonna pack this box for y'all okay <laughs> i'm just like hearing the sounds yep. you're like it's packed the all tape. set 
yep. taped up. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Uh, no one steal these ideas. Though. These are all gold. trademarked. Yeah. This is the Phoenical. <laughs> it sure is. This is Megan. I'm Skyler. And this is season six, episode three, titled "Ain't College Great." Ain't it? Ain't it? You know I'm know. a I'm a big college boy. Yeah, that's, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I don't like that description. What was I looking for? Um, ed, 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 nope. Like, so it's a file, right? Like a, someone who oh, has like affinity, an, an affinity, an, an affinity for, education. for education, right? Uh, file sounds weird <laughs> and not right. Uh, bibliophile would be bibliophile like a Bibliophile is books. just books, yeah. Um, Which I guess could potentially apply, but um, someone who's addicted... To school, higher education, education. I don't know that I would call it addicted. <laughs> well, someone who's, what, 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 what you know, like you Anglophiles aren't addicted to England. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't know that. I, yeah, there's not. I don't know that there's a word for it. I don't think there is well, a person who's a, a, a college file, a college file. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I like college. <laughs> Tyler really enjoyed I, his college experience. I enjoyed my college experience, and I I think that college is awesome. Yeah. And while I really loved my college experience, I also think of a million ways I would have done it differently. Yeah, that's and fair. and I more think. interesting. I but yeah, we and we've had this conver- we had this conversation last season finale where we discussed what we could have done better oh, yeah. in high school specifically, mm-hmm. but there, I kind of landed on, I liked my, I loved my college experience. Do I, I wish that I had maybe gone somewhere else? Like I not lived at home maybe, mm-hmm. but then my life would just be so drastically different than it is now. And I'm very happy with where my where life it all is landed. Now. Yeah. yeah. So let's recap our special facts. That's not what we call them. Fun facts. What? <laughs> the special facts. The special effects. The special. The special effects. I don't like. I don't like that either. I hate all the things. I don't like these things. It's called trivia. Mm. I'm here to give it to you. So, no one in this cast, except for one person, is from Pennsylvania. Can you guess who it is? Who's from Pennsylvania? Yeah. There's one person in this cast who's from Pennsylvania. By the cast, you mean just the young folks, or? Adults included. Adults included. It's the entire main cast. Entire, yeah, main and... One of these people is from Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay, well, it's not William Daniels. No. It's not Wilfred Dell. No. I don't believe it's Trina. No. This is fun. (laughs) William Ross. No. Oh, man. It's Matthew Lawrence. Ah. He's from a suburb outside of Philadelphia. He's the one only person in the cast who is actually from Pennsylvania. William Ross gives off Pennsylvania vibes. That's fair. Could have been. That's fair. And Matthew Lawrence does not give Pennsylvania 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 vibes. But people surprised you, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, no. It's your turn. You have to recap. Oh, no. Okay. Also, I like that fun fact. It has nothing to do with this episode. No, it does not. <laughs> I couldn't find one that had anything to do with this episode. Yeah. I even looked up specifically like season six fun mm-hmm. facts mm-hmm. and nothing. I couldn't find anything that was like specific. So I was just like, you know what? We'll just give you a rando. We'll you give you wanna, a rando. You didn't want to talk about existential thought on and its effect on quantum oh physics? Oh my God. Well, and I feel like 
I used to do, this is actually something I thought about today while I was doing my fun fact. I used to do a little more random, specifically in the first season, because there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of trivia that was episode specific. Sure. So there were some So, random. yeah, I used to do more random stuff about like syndication mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And I haven't done that in a while. So I was like, you know what? We're going to throw in a random. Sure. Well, I can't wait for us to dive into our um, undergraduate discussion of existential thought and its effects Ah. on quantum physics, Uh. which is a bunch of words that would never be put in a sentence together. Um, But let's do a recap first. Yeah. Have fun. Okay. Oh, God. Your turn. Okay. Let me pull up my timer. And uh, wait. Wait. Go. Oh my God, everyone's at college and Corey and Sean are living together. Corey brings Pudding to college. Amy and Alan come say goodbye to Corey and speed off. And then they're like, we need to go sign up for classes. Um, They go sign up for classes. Corey signs up for classes that are way too hard for him. And then he has to go, then he goes to visit Feeney and is like, fix it. And Feeney comes back and he ends up fixing it. Well, he doesn't, but all his friends do. Meanwhile, Rachel is battling with Eric and Jack because they're trying to be somebody that they're not in order to win her affection and she tells them that that's not what she wants and she wants them to just be themselves. That was pretty good. Thank you. Wow. Oh my God. Am two I two for two? two? Wow. That was pretty, pretty nice. That was well done. Mm. I mean, I did not include the whole, you know, Corey actually going to his counselor first, which he should have done in the like tippity top place Mm -hmm. instead of going after he already screwed everything up. Way to go, Corey. We'll get there. What'd you learn? (laughs) I wait a second. I, I went first. Last episode. I did. Oh rats! Okay. Mm-hmm. I did. Because you just... you said afterwards you said I took the negative to what you said. Oh, that's right. That's we right. recorded it like forty minutes ago. I, <laughs> I have a short term memory loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, my lesson is is kind of don't change yourself in order to fit into what you think other people want you to be. Be true to who you are. This goes for Rachel, or this goes for Jack and Eric when it comes to Rachel. And then also for Corey. Why is he going above and beyond trying to like impress no one himself? Like, who are you trying? Why are you signing up for all these classes? Because like, who are you trying to? Which is interesting. What are you doing? I think the interesting thing is that Corey holds a duality here Mm -hmm. in that he is being abundantly true to himself upon entering with his enthusiastic yes. horse shit. Yes. And Sean keeps telling him, like, stop. Chill. Just do us. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But then Corey does also say to him, like, we get to reinvent ourselves. And Sean's like, no. Stop. Stop doing that. Do less. Just do less. <laughs> yeah. just, just consistently. Just, just do. Do less. Just do whatever. And then he does. So, like, it's weird because Corey's like, we get to reinvent himself. Except he's doing his, like, shtick to mm-hmm. the extreme. And yeah. then he's like, oh, I'm going to go and be a new person with these classes and then he goes and becomes Walter becomes for a little Walter bit. Walter for a little um, bit. <laughs> so I don't know. I think you're right on. I think I agree with you in that like, yes, the overall lesson here mm-hmm. is that uh, just because you're entering a new experience doesn't mean that you should capitalize on it to be something you are not. Yes. Um, nobody nobody likes you more when you're not yourself. No. That just doesn't puts mean... People off. Yeah, and that doesn't mean you can't specifically work on something. Oh, in grow. Fact, you should. Change. Yeah. Do you better. Grow, yeah, grow and change and do better. Um, but you should not make dramatic efforts to change core parts of your personality mm-hmm. just because you want to either impress someone yes. or, or be like in a new setting. Well, yeah, and that's something else because Sean kept saying like, we don't know anyone here. We don't, whatever. And I found that very interesting from the writer's perspective of just kind of sprinkling that in there like Corey's 
Corey goes on this whole like big thing and it's not like he's necessarily trying to impress anybody, but Sean is the one who keeps saying like, we don't know anyone here, like whatever. And so then Corey takes that almost to, he's like, oh, we don't know anyone. So anyone that I meet, then I have to impress because mm-hmm. I'm taking all these, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. so it's very interesting to me that that is a statement that is said multiple times specifically by Sean, but mm-hmm. somehow taken more to heart by Corey mm-hmm. or just in the opposite direction. Right. Which... Where surprise, Corey, surprise. <laughs> Corey signs up for uh, existential thought and its effects on quantum physics. Yeah, what? Um, in, what? Well, so if you break that down, I saw the sign and I said, I guess that's a good joke. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun joke. Like, existential thought is inherently tied to, like, collegiate mm-hmm. study and quantum physics is also, like, inherently tied to universities. So, like, I understand. Like, yeah. it's a fun joke. But existential thought, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not smart enough, but existential thought, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, has nothing to do with quantum with, physics. Yeah. I guess quantum physics might make you feel and think existential, existential yeah. thoughts. Um, but then I feel like it would also almost be reversed. Quantum physics quantum and how physics it and how causes it your existential to, thoughts, yes, right? Existential because thoughts. your existential thoughts have no effect on yes, quantum physics. exactly. <laughs> they, your, your thoughts about how you are truly a, a minuscule speck of dust in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of things does not change the grand scheme of things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the quantum physics remains the same regardless of whether yes. you think you're important or not. But Is what it, you learn about quantum physics could change mm-hmm. your existential thoughts. Sure. If I learned enough quantum physics, then perhaps I would think much more existentially than I do uh, in that I would be a severely more pessimistic existentialist <laughs> individual. <laughs> and I, I would continue to find myself so inconsequential in, in the universe, which like I already do. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> It's fair. Anyway, so it's a fun joke, but existential thought has no effect on quantum mm-hmm. physics yep. because your thoughts don't affect physics. Let's yes. just you know, let's make that clear. Um, what else did he sign up for? There was some other they they like list off they were reading something his books. Something trig or calculus. There's a calculus. It was like yeah, it was like in uh, theoretical calculus maybe. Oh yes, yes, yes. Right. That's God, a that I that sounds like a real thing. I understand that 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 could exist. I also just don't understand. Well, first of all, clearly we're already setting Corey up for he doesn't really have any specific train or track that he's headed towards or major that no, he's headed towards. No, they're all decidedly earning bachelors of liberal arts yes, degrees. For sure. That's that's the story we're gonna have to stick with to make yeah. any sense of any of this. Yeah. Which in many ways makes me reflect on my own college experience and think, ah, maybe I should have just done like a general sure. bachelors of liberal arts. And like I could have taken a bunch of theater classes in the way there. Yeah, but and then that's I could true. have also taken existential thought and its effects on quantum oh physics. <laughs> I don't think that was even well, no, it's definitely not a course offered at any university ever. So all of these courses theoretically would have prerequisite requirements as well. Well, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> correct. I don't understand how he can just waltz in to... Re- First of all, shouldn't he be talking to an advisor before registration for his freshman year of college? Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even... Honestly, I, I didn't even do the whole registration process. I walked into my advisor's office and she was like, you need this, 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 and this, and this. I'm going to plug it into your schedule. Looks like everything's good to go. Here's your schedule, and like handed it to me, and I like went on my way. Yeah, we had like orientation or customs mm-hmm. was what it was called. It was the you know all it happened the entire summer preceding mm-hmm. uh, 
the like beginning of the semester yeah. and so like i went and it was like a two-day thing mm-hmm. or whatever um Maybe it was just one day. I don't remember. Whatever it fucking was, that mm-hmm. orientation. You know, there was like a campus tour and like a speaking event. And we met with like our, we had like a college, you had like a college advisor, right? Yeah. For like the College of Liberal Arts. Mm-hmm. And then I also had like a department, if you had to like declare yes. a major, you had like a departmental advisor, yes. right? But yeah, like I met with like a liberal arts college advisor who was like, here's a couple of things you should sign up for when you yep. go to register and then I met with like the, the fucking chair of the department and yep. he was like and here are like well, generally what our freshmen day Christmas yep. and then we went like to a computer lab where uh-huh. our like, tour guide was like alright go register here's yeah. like using your papers that your two advisors told you to sign up for things yeah. um so yeah I mean yeah. it doesn't make any sense no <laughs> I don't understand why they're like just casually shopping around which maybe in the 90s it was like that I mean, maybe if other universities do it that 90s. way too. I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe know. maybe we were we were babied in our in our entering. And college, I guess so. at that point, like obviously they had computers and you could potentially register online. But it, I feel like they oh, would I, be like, I have no problem with the registering in person shit. Like I believe all yeah. that. Like you're gonna fill out a, like you have a paper course catalog and you're registering in person. Totally get all that. Mm-hmm. But I I do think that like there would have been an orientation for incoming freshmen where they would have had a a quick old meeting but I don't know he says 5,000 incoming freshmen and maybe they don't have enough advisors I don't know I feel like they do have enough I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know I feel like most liberal arts universities are out here trying to ensure that freshmen take uh, all of the yeah the and again they should you were exactly right in saying there should be prerequisites for some of these classes there's yeah, no way you just been. waltz in and get any of those shouldn't have been able to register with the with the B plot for me I think it's funny to me. I mean, it's, it is comical to me. And I think under the circumstances, Rachel handles herself very well. Again, Mm -hmm. maintaining control in the situation because clearly these two are just like, if I were in the situation, I would not feel comfortable Mm and I would not feel comfortable just being in this apartment consistently objectified. Like Mm -hmm. I just couldn't do it, but because of how, just because of who Rachel is as a person, she does maintain control in this situation. However, when Eric takes her bra and she's like, can I have my bra back please? And Eric's like, no. I'm like, that shit is expensive. Give her her <laughs> bra back or at least pay for it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Ew. Girl, I'm like, that's weird. just um, give her her bra back. Also, yeah, I would not, I would just not. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No, no thank you. I couldn't do it. I, I hate the way Rachel's written for probably most of this season. Yeah. She gets, the writing for her gets better. Way better. The, yeah, the way her dialogue gets way better. But her dialogue, especially these first uh, three episodes that we've seen her in now, is so bad. It's just kind of the same thing over, she's yeah. saying the same thing in different ways oh, over and, and over so and over. so boring and bad. It is. She Dahlia was like saying, I was like, God damn it, she's such a poorly written character mm-hmm. in the beginning here and like she never becomes an excellently written character no. but becomes better yeah i think and i i like kind of the the symbolism of right now since we don't know her that well she it's just kind of like making conversation and passing time mm-hmm. and then as we get to know her obviously it gets better and whatnot but yeah right now it just feels very forced it feels re- every line that she says is redundant mm-hmm. and i don't yeah i'm i'm not a big fan of how she's written at this point in time either because it just feels mm. forced boring yeah 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 um 
how do you feel about co-ed bathrooms in a college dorm? I don't quite understand it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I don't have a problem with it necessarily, but I'm just a little surprised that it was like a point of just a point on this show. It's interesting because it comes around. Yes, with, it does. With Angela and Sean breaking up and yep. Corey's intrusion. And Corey's intrusion. fear of right. the like co-ed bathroom. It's interesting because like it's, it's dropped in this episode and if you don't think of what's to come, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, I don't know, like it's a weird waste of time. I just think it's weird the way they all respond. Where yeah. Sean's like, I'm going in. It's like, it's a bad Yeah, why are they going into the That's, that's like, the weird part Y'all, Y'all need to use it? Because otherwise it's weird if you're going to go in and just like, there are in fact toilets and showers and people who identify across the gender spectrum yeah. in here. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it does in fact present itself as an all-gender bathroom. Yeah, which is great. But like, the way that they make it in this show is almost like... It's supposed to be like a sexual thing. Yeah, it's like and a that I don't like. It's like a weird heteronormative sex thing. Yes. That's that's like, it's like boys and girls, boys and girls getting naked going. in the same place and I'm like, I don't it's, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a lock co ed locker room and it's like I don't need anybody bothering me. No. I'm I'm not trying to get up in anybody's business. No, no, like, no. All right, like I'm in here to pee, yep. to poop, to yeah. shower, to and brush my teeth. It. I don't I'm not trying to hook up. No. No, 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 no. Which I'm sure some people do. Oh, the, so when I was in college, I was in a quick dorm, but the floors were separated. I feel um, like that's what it is most of the time. Right. So like I, you know, like my floor was, was men and then the next floor was women. It was mm-hmm. like all, whatever it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the bathrooms on my floor were mm-hmm. like men's bathrooms. Yeah. Right. And they, I mean, they were large communal bathrooms with showers and toilets and everything. But directly across from my dorm door was um, a like an accessible handicapped restroom mm-hmm. that was like a big single stall toilet and large accessible shower. Yeah. Right. Uh, let me preface by saying nobody on my floor needed an accessible restroom. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, let's make that clear. So it was directly across from my door. So I very often was like, gonna use Love that one. <laughs> gonna use this private bathroom. That being said, I was definitely not the only person who saw it that way. And that being said, I also saw so many couples walk oh, out of that bathroom. No. Oh I yeah. It. I believe it. Oh yeah. 1000%. Oh, I was like, oh God, everyone's fucking in that shower, huh? just can't touch oh, anything. No. I mean, there's like a million reasons you gotta wear shower shoes in college, but like, <laughs> that is high on the list. Um, so yes. that happened all the time. I guess presumably in these co-ed bathrooms, people are fucking all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Uh, did they like hear a rumor about the co-ed bath? Like, I don't understand why... It really sounds... It sounds like, oh yeah, that's where everyone has sex. I'm like, y'all have rooms. Yeah, right? And if it's a matter of privacy, then, like, I understand you're going to say, like, I have a roommate. It's like, yeah, but the bathroom's not private. The bathroom's not private either. In fact, less private. There are more people there than, like, it's easier to get rid of one roommate than to Mm -hmm. maintain the privacy of a bathroom. Of an entire bathroom. Yeah. All right? Like, it's real easy to kick your roommate out and put a sock on the door and move on with your life. Yeah. Dorm bathrooms are gross. Let me say that. They're all all excited to go, like, I'm going in. And I'm like, why? Dorm bathrooms are not... Yep good they're gross one thing that's one benefit of living at home during college so i did not have to deal with that not only do people fuck in those showers but Uh there's people masturbating in those bathrooms all over and in showers and stuff and so like yep just gotta you gotta use your shoes you know 
<laughs> Seize your shoes. There's a lot Shower, of people shoes. vomit. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It ain't great. No, it's not. No. There's nothing exciting about dorm bathrooms and certainly nothing sexy about them. No. <laughs> but again, I feel like for Corey, who's sexually repressed at this point. Oh, for sure. Just being in the proximity of a naked woman probably is yeah. in some way more exciting than his everyday life. Yeah, I'm sure a woman in a towel will probably just... Anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to... Unless is... made some crass humor about... <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm getting at. Um, oh. Also, he brings this pudding to college, right? In a trunk. In a trunk. Well, yes, that. But he ha- the one that he has in his hand is in his hand in one shot. And then again, it's not. Then he's then it's in his hand again. He puts it on the bed. Mm. It tips over. <laughs> <laughs> then... When in the next shot, when Amy and Alan leave the room, it's gone. It's not on the bed. Amazing. Movie The magic. case of the, mag- the magic pudding. magical pudding. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about Feeney and Jackson Hole and this fake-ass Jackson Hole set? <laughs> so, so green screen. <laughs> so it's cheap. Backdrop's terrible. While I think the entire narrative of Feeney going to Jackson, retiring, coming back, is does feel a little forced because they had to find a way, obviously, to incorporate him into the college uh-huh. experience. So the I actually kind of like it. I but I what I do like about it is it's everything. Obviously, they had to circumnavigate this entire situation, but how they did it was I feel right up the alley of what actually would have happened. So mm-hmm. I I truly believe Feeney is not ready for retirement. Mm-hmm. He's way too active. He loves gardening. He loves doing all of these things. Um, and he does like fishing from time to time, but I don't feel like he could make a life out of it, you know? Mm. And he doesn't want to be around people who that's their entire lives because he's just such... Even when Feeney retires for real, I feel like he's still going to like volunteer at a library or volunteer at the, you know, whatever, and do some volunteer work. He's going to still like try to see people as much as he can. Clearly he has like this... He, we find out he has a nephew. Obviously we've met his niece before. So like he has family... So it doesn't feel right that Feeney would move to Jackson Hole for really no reason and then try to fit, again, fit himself into a life that he's just, it's just not him. It's not him. He needs to be trying to be someone he's not. Exactly. Yeah. So then he needs to go back home. So I think while obviously this would never occur in real life where it's just like, oh, and now he's our college professor. I still feel as though the track that we took to get there is Feeney. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is true to Feeney's character. Well, and I think the next step of where he's like, I'm going to take some college classes mm-hmm. also tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what doesn't track is that he would be in their college classes. No, maybe. that doesn't. I don't know. Maybe he would be in, you know, it's, he's been teaching for a long time, but maybe he would like to take like vaguely entry level freshman sophomore college courses like liberal art well i guess who's he's called, who's class is he's an eric and their class and so he's in Rachel. some reason like a mid mid-level liberal arts class of some kind that yeah. makes sense i guess eric's when they start eric would be a junior then yeah so he's taking so, like yeah. early upper divisions yeah. all right i guess that does make sense um to an extent it's just interesting to me you know what also doesn't check out is that this counselor, who's a huge dick, obviously, never says, oh, well, uh, if you wait a week, so many freshmen People will have dropped courses. Yeah. You'll be able to pick up whatever you want. Yes. <laughs> Correct. That's the game. You just wait for everyone to drop. 
I never had to do that. I was always able to register early for anything I wanted. I was um, too. Well, and that's because I had an advisor that I'd sit down with, and she was like, day one, this, 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 here's your schedule. Who's your MVP? I guess Rachel. Okay. If I'm, if I'm here for the lesson about being true to yourself, and that that is where all of our characters need to find themselves. Mm-hmm. Rachel is the one who actually delivers that. Okay. Yeah. That's true. She does. Not to our, our dim-witted friends, but to to Eric and Jack at least. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to give it to Rachel. Why not? Let's throw let's throw one out there. Even though Solid. I complained about her having been poorly written. That's okay. She does. I almost gave it to her too. She does do the work. She does. So, who I do you, gave it to who's Feeny. yours? Feeny. Yeah. Mm. I gave it to Feeny just because I feel like he he is the one who delivers the rest to our, you know, our dim-witted friends. Uh-huh. But also, just having the capacity to say, this is not what I want, and figuring that out early mm. in his process of retirement, as opposed to like, I'll just stick it out, and like being bored and really just kind of wasting away like he could so easily slide into what all these other men are doing where they just go fishing and Mm -hmm. then whatever but he's he is true to himself without having a lesson that needed to be learned necessarily he was just like no i already know this lesson and i'm gonna apply it you know Mm -hmm. and then by example teaching it to everyone else so sure it's like we skate around the logistics of Feeney. Did he sell his house? Did he buy a I house? I was thinking that Did too. Did he move everything he owns to Jackson Hole and I then move it that. back? Was the house in escrow and he <laughs> bailed on it? I was like, I feel like we're gonna maybe, maybe it'll, maybe they'll tell us in the next episode. I was kind of hoping for an explanation later. I don't think they do because I was thinking that same thing. I was like, wait, but he moves back into his house. Yeah, so did he not sell his house? Maybe he just kept it and was going to like rent it out. He says he complains in the episode before this about Eric, where he this says, is this is why I can't, I can't sell, sell my house. house. That's right. So maybe you, you could tell me that he moved to Jackson hole and was renting a mm-hmm. furnished home while looking for a house to buy while still trying, while to, still sell. trying to sell. That's a very convenient but of course. possible explanation. <laughs> and that is he moved there with minimal belongings mm-hmm. into a furnished apartment, was searching for a home, and was still working to sell his house in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's the only way it works. Yeah, I'll like that. I, I'll I'll right. take that. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. You can find us on the things. We're on Instagram at the Feeny Call Podcast. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Feeny Call. You can leave us a voicemail if you'd like to be featured on the show. And you can find that link in this episode description and also in our Instagram bio. And you can also send us an email at feenycallpodcast at gmail.com if you want to talk to us. I swear. I hadn't done like a sound for no, this episode. That's so. true. <laughs> oh my god, it's really becoming a trend. It's like a thing now. Skylar sounds. See it right there, right? There's a the yep. big. Have fun. Oh, now you made another one. Yeah. That was yeah, last though. Well, I mean, no, no, you just like yelled that. So. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Just scream into the mic for a little bit. That's mm-hmm. fine. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Thanks for coming, y'all. <laughs> No. What if I don't? What if I don't do it? I would insert <laughs> another one. Is that an old one? All right, all right. I have the power no, here. No, no, no. Here we Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're in college now. Are so you I, sure you so... don't want that to be your sound? Cause... Oh, that cough? Yeah. No, I'll just...
was gross. Everyone's gonna think I have Corona. <laughs> I got vaxxed. Please no. I got vaxxed. Get your vax. <laughs> and then get, get your booster. God. Um, did you see that? Uh, FDA approved Pfizer. Full full tilt approval. <laughs> that lets you know when we're recording this. As always, class dismissed. <laughs>